Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Tara Saraban, and you're listening to World's Dumbest Criminals. If you're keen to hear about the most ridiculous, bizarre, and downright stupid criminals and crime stories in the world ever, you've come to the right place. In today's episode, you'll be hearing about an Aussie pizza shop owner and exhibitionist who got done for selling drugs after the police noticed that nobody ever left his shop with pizza. A drunk British guy who condescendingly picked a fight with a Polish dude on a train because he was drinking a beer and more. Alrighty, let's get cracking. In August 2021, the owner of a pizza shop in Sunshine, Melbourne, got arrested for drug trafficking after police noticed that no customers were leaving his store with pizza boxes. They'd go into the shop and come out a couple of minutes later empty-handed. Obviously, this raised suspicions and the premises was put under surveillance. Instead of the doughy, cheesy, garlicky good stuff, the owner of Dom's Pizza was peddling crystal meth. Unfortunately for Dom and his clientele, he didn't think to give pizza boxes to the people who bought the drugs. I mean, come on, that's a bit of an oversight. How hard is it to give people pizza boxes? It would have been even smarter to give them a plain pizza in the box too, so they didn't carry it like it was empty and swing it around. But suffice to say, it's not a sophisticated business operation we're talking about here. When the cops raided the pizza joint, they found Dom in possession of 5 grams of crystal meth and $1,900 in cash hidden down his pants. I mean, hey, at least he was wearing some. They searched the building and found 55 grams of marijuana, a taser, and a bowie knife. While this was happening, a customer happened to stroll into the joint. When the cops asked why they were there, they said they'd come in to buy some meth. Why tell the cops that? Why not say that you were there to buy pizza? What's wrong with these people? I mean, that's a stupid question, because obviously it's the crystal meth, but still... The police looked into the customer's mobile and found that they'd recently sent a text to a friend that said, Gonna ask him to meet me in the kitchen and have it done up already. But that message is not incriminating at all. They could have just been talking about pizza. When the cops examined Dom's mobile, they discovered a bunch of incriminating messages organising the sale of drugs. I wonder if some of his customers tried to be clever and messaged him, I'd like $200 worth of pizza. And he responded, Mate, we don't actually sell pizza. We sell crystal meth and weed. Do you want some of that? 
According to the Herald Sun, later in court, Dom pleaded guilty to trafficking methamphetamine and cannabis, dealing with the proceeds of crime, possession of prohibited weapons, and committing an indictable offence while on bail. You see, in 2008, he'd also been busted for slinging drugs and was sentenced to two and a half years in jail. Despite this, his defence lawyer Ahmet Yuckel said that he'd been running the shop as a legitimate business for 31 years. Yuckel hilariously told the court, It's his passion. It's what he does. He lives and breathes pizza. (laughs) I don't think that's scientifically possible, let alone true. His defence went on to blame COVID for the demise of his passionate pizzaless pizza business. However, senior constable Sean Armstrong told the court that the shop was obviously a front business, as it was not able to operate at a scale that you'd expect from a pizza shop. He said, A review of the state of the messy kitchen led police to contact the Sunshine Council, which issued a notice to cease operations. It's been open as a pizza shop, but through our observations, no one was leaving there with a pizza box. But doesn't Dom live and breathe pizza? Doesn't he live, laugh, love pizza? Isn't he entirely unable to inhale at all unless he's eyeballs deep in pizza? Well, the evidence says otherwise. Dom avoided jail time and was instead sentenced to a 12-month community corrections order. But dealing drugs was not the only illegal activity Dom had been engaging in inside his pizza shop. He was also arrested on August 6, 2018, after four women reported to the police that he'd furiously masturbated at them while they were walking past his store. Each of the women had been minding their own business when they'd noticed the 53-year-old fiercely banging one out while leering at them through the shop's front window. This cannot have been good for business. In fact, it may well be the worst viral marketing strategy I've ever heard of. I bet even the people who went there to buy crystal meth were like, hmm, maybe today is a good day to quit taking drugs. But it seems his arrest did not dampen his enthusiasm for strangling the sausage at women walking by one iota. In October, yet another woman went to the cops to report that he was at it again. She said she was passing by the pizza joint at about 6.30am when she saw him frantically jerking his gherkin at her about a metre from the store's entrance. 6.30am seems either way too early or way too late for this kind of behaviour. She told the police it felt like he was looking for an audience. Well, he should have set up a stage and sold tickets. Then, in January the next year, one of the women who'd previously been privy to his energetic monkey spanking told the police she'd accidentally ended up receiving an encore performance while walking past his shop again. In court, Dom pleaded guilty to the charges. He was sentenced to another 12-month corrections order and will have to complete 90 hours of community work. Prosecutors told the court that his victims were shocked and disgusted by his impromptu penis puppet shows. His defence lawyer said that he was often working seven days a week at the time and was sleeping in the pizza shop after separating from his wife. She stated that he was suffering from a drug addiction as well, but had recently kicked the habit, 
reconciled with his wife and was back living in the family home. Although his lawyer considered his pants-down offending to be a drug-fueled behaviour, she admitted that Dom didn't see any issues with it and just thought of it as a joke. She told the court, He concedes that rather than being a predatory menace, what he was doing was a sexual joke. (laughs) Sure it was. Yeah, ladies, it was just a joke. You need to get a sense of humour. You'd be a lot prettier if you smiled when I jokingly jerked off at you. Like, what's your problem? Can't you take a joke? You need to lighten up and take that stick out of your ass. Ah, Dom. The only sexual joke here is you. Have you ever gone out, got drunk and thought to yourself, gee, I'd love to pick a fight with a Polish guy on the train on the way home? I'm going to do my entire country a favour by patronisingly mansplaining to him that it's illegal to drink on public transport. The Polish guy in question was just sitting there minding his own business drinking from a bottle of beer when a self-righteous wanker in a suit sitting next to him decided to have a go. Sure, it's illegal to drink on the train, but he wasn't bothering anyone, unlike Captain Rule Enforcer, who was pissing off everybody in earshot. The men's names are unknown, so I'm going to refer to the Polish guy as Christoph and the self-aggrandizing guy as Patrick Bateman. If you get it, you get it. According to Metro UK, the two were on a packed late-night train from Liverpool Street Station to Romford in London when this shit went down. A commuter sitting nearby saw Patrick be a total dick to a couple on the train for accidentally grazing his knee when they went past him. They clocked his hideously patronising attitude and figured it was only a matter of time before he tried to confront someone else. So they started filming him on their phone. And wouldn't you know it, a split second later, he set his sights on Christoph. It's like Patrick just really wanted to be punched in the face, because Christoph was clearly not the one to trifle with. He looked like he'd been through some rough times in his life, and he didn't have very many fucks left to give. Thankfully, the altercation did not turn physical, but if it had, you can tell Christoph could have ended Patrick with both his hands tied behind his back. And Patrick knew it, which is why he declined Christoph's offer to take the matter outside, even though he was clearly getting off on the conflict. Sweet, thought Patrick. I'm going to pull rank on this guy, like I've been personally appointed by the King of England to mansplain the rules of the country to anyone from another place unfortunate enough to cross my path. Gee, I'm a genius. I would make a wonderful politician if only mummy and papa would financially support my campaign to rid the country of all foreigners. Seriously, some of the things he says to Christoph are so wrong that it inspires a petite young woman to stand up to him and tell him that his behaviour brings shame on their country. Let's have a listen. You're in Britain. You are in Britain. You, you, 
listen to the rules. You abide by the rules, or you no. get out. Yeah, it's as simple as that. We can get out now both, and you can speak to me not in front of the people. It's you want to get out? It's you want to get out? Then if not, then shut your mouth. It's literally, you can't do that here. I will spit this thing on his face, man, now. Shut up. This is very loud. I know you don't understand, but look, I'll, I'll explain to you so you can understand. You see those rules up there? Which rules? These ones up here. Which rules? Where you the them? ones that say don't drink alcohol. Where do you see don't drink alcohol? How you know is this alcohol? It's go of Go through the train and tell all to everyone, every human being, don't drink alcohol. Go! Literally. No, you're just go! One. You're the only one. Just go! No, I'm not the only one. You idiot. You are yourself drunk. You idiot. Yes, but I'm not drinking. And I'm drinking. If you don't, if you care, call the police and they will speak to me. You have no right here. You're literally born and bred here. You're literally You are a racist, you know that? I'm born and bred here. You've no. come into this country. Yes, I'm coming to piss you off. Abide by these rules. No, it's not right. Of course I'm right. No. Abide by right. literally English laws. I'm not, sitting, I'm not sitting on your head, what I will do right now. Abide by English laws or get out. I will get with you out and you will be sorry. A Polish boy from Russia will you. In the moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they will. But either abide by our laws or get out. It's as simple as that. People that create love like you are supposed to be in the toilet. I'm sorry, Leaders. I just wanted to say, um, but you have no right to talk to somebody like that and to use their nationality against them. It is wrong. Yeah. And I, he, I, I was trying to explain to him the laws of this country. No, 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 he doesn't understand. His, his race against them. It is disgusting. And because of your behaviour, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah but yeah. essentially you shouldn't be drinking. This is what she was saying. This is like Polish shame to this country. This train is for country. Thank you very much. Thank you. And she also said you shouldn't be drinking. So I think we're both winning there, but you're still doing it. What an epic douchebag. Even when he gets owned, he still has to dig in about being right. Christoph thanks the woman, leans back, keeps drinking his beer and looks out the window, ignoring Patrick while he continues to mutter to himself. The passenger who filmed the incident told Metro.co.uk, I'm glad there are people like this lady who aren't afraid to stand up to bullies. No one else on the train voiced their opinion. Only she did, and she was half their size. And what was the point of this confrontation anyway? Christoph kept on drinking, and all Patrick achieved was getting everyone in earshot to think he was a xenophobic tosser. Is 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Wyandotte Police Department in Michigan published a post on their Facebook page on January 13th this year that quickly went viral. It highlighted issues between members of the police force, accusations of theft, and an accused officer who was so damn gorgeous, almost nobody believed he was guilty. And even the few who thought he was did not want him held accountable for his alleged indiscretions. The post read, Stealing is not only a crime, but it is morally wrong too. Some jobs, like that of being a police officer, require you to take an oath prior to starting. Within the officer's sworn oath is the promise to protect person's property. That being said, it saddens me to report that a current officer of the Wyandotte Police Department is under investigation for stealing. The incident happened two days ago at the station. Officer Barwig was eating lunch in the break room when he was called to assist with a person in the jail. He quickly jumped into service, leaving his half-eaten lunch on the table. A short while later, Barwig and another officer returned to the break room, only to find Officer Ice leisurely strolling out of the room, licking his chops. Barwig's entire lunch was gone, disappeared, vanished. Officer Ice has invoked his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent and, quite frankly, is not cooperating with the investigation. He has a history of rummaging through trash cans that are within his reach, and there have been several other accusations of him taking food right from co-workers' hands as they walk by. Wyandotte Police Department will consider our Facebook followers' opinions on how to proceed with this investigation. Now, I suppose I should probably point out that Ice is a canine officer, a German shepherd to be precise. He has honourably served 11 years in the police force and has assisted with multiple investigations, including finding over a kilo of heroin in a wall and locating many suspects in hiding. Comments on the department's Facebook page were overwhelmingly pro-Ice, with the hashtags Ice is Innocent and I Stand with Ice trending for days afterwards. Many people offered to make petitions and stage protests outside the department's office until they were assured that all charges against Ice would be dropped. While others accused Officer Barwig of entrapment, writing comments like, His partner left the food available for the taking. Officer Ice shouldn't have been tempted like that in plain sight. One Facebook user wrote, Innocent until proven guilty. Besides that, look at that face. He couldn't have done it. If he gets time behind bars for this, there's going to be lots of confusion when his supporters show up holding free ice signs in front of the police station. On January 19th, the Wyandotte Police Department posted an update on their Facebook page. It said, 
We have been threatened with massive protests if we move forward with our investigation and or charges. Dozens of attorneys have offered to defend Officer Ice pro bono. Get it? (laughs) Plus, the overall public just doesn't believe he's guilty as no video evidence has been produced. That being said, Officer Ice will not face any internal discipline or criminal charges. Matter of fact, one of his local supporters, Lunch Wyandotte, dropped him off a custom-made sandwich today because they felt like he wasn't being fed enough. Side note, they threw the officers a tray of sammies too. The public has spoken. Hashtag no charges for ice. (laughs) It's also been reported that people from all over the world are sending Officer Ice treats and toys. I know it's only February, but this gets my vote for the feel-good story of the year. To finish up, I have a few punchline crimes for you. These are short cases that sound more like jokes than something that actually happened. An Italian man who pulled the wool over the authorities' eyes by convincing them that he was totally blind due to a congenital condition was busted for fraud in late 2021. The 40-year-old garage owner had received financial benefits from his apparent condition for 13 years and must have figured that the authorities were no longer keeping an eye on him. The first sign that things were not how they appeared to be for the Italian financial police came in 2018 when the man renewed his driver's license despite the whole being totally blind thing. (laughs) He was arrested in Sicily after being caught driving and sending a text message on his mobile at the same time, which is pretty hard to do if you can't see. Police surveillance also caught him teaching his daughter to ride a bicycle and window shopping. The not-so-blind dude was known to the police due to his long history of dodgy behaviour. He'd allegedly been part of a criminal operation that faked traffic accidents to collect insurance money. In 2020, he was sentenced to over 14 years in prison for his involvement in the swindle, though he has since appealed the sentence. If his appeal was based on him being innocent of the charges due to his alleged blindness, I think it's safe to assume his defence strategy has been well and truly fucked by his latest arrest. Oh yeah, that's code for Soto and Alcazar. Suspects are GOA. At around 6.30pm on October 13th, 2019, Mary Fay had been shopping in Gort Island when she drove past her brother's house on her way home. She and her brother had been in a long-standing feud due to a property dispute over her farm. Mary later told the court that her niece and nephew had seen her car coming from a distance and had planned an attack on her. As she drove past her brother's house with the driver's side window down, her 26-year-old nephew, Cathal Connors, and 21-year-old niece, Michelle, started hurling eggs at her. Several hit her windshield, making her unable to continue driving. Mary stated in court, It was bang, 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 bang. I thought they were stones, and they continued for five minutes or thereabouts, banging eggs off my face. Her son James was the first on the scene. He told the court that there were eggs on Mary's face, her clothing and the interior of the car and eggshells all over the road. 
he said. Her glasses were off her face. There was an egg sitting on her chest. Her trousers were all eggs. The back headdress was dripping with eggs and she was in shock, shivering and very upset. The egg attack siblings showed no regret for their callous actions, but they would get their comeuppance. Judge Mary Larkin convicted and fined them a thousand euros each for the deliberate assault on Mary and the damage they'd caused to her car. Judge Larkin said, There is no acknowledgement of what went on. There is no apology and no remorse. I seriously regret that I have to convict these young people, their parents and everyone who is involved in this very sad story should sit back and think about the shortness of life. I don't like to generalize about all Porsche drivers. But the guy I'm going to introduce you to now is both an idiot and an asshole. He verbally and physically assaulted a guy named Lee, who is renowned as being Hong Kong's most well-educated bus driver. Lee has a master's degree in transport policy and quit his job as an engineer to fund his own minibus company, which he also works for as a driver. There had been some minor traffic incident between Lee and the Porsche driver, which I doubt was Lee's fault, but even if it was, dickhead Porsche driver here had no right to act the way he did, and of course there's video of the incident, because it happened earlier this year. The video shows dickhead stopping his Porsche directly in front of the minibus to cut it off. He gets out of the car in a rage, yells profanities in Lee's face and hits him, knocking his glasses off. He then threatens Lee by telling him he's a triad member, which is actually an illegal act in Hong Kong. Passengers on the bus arced up in support of Lee and called the cops. They tracked Porsche face down and arrested him on charges of criminal intimidation, claiming to be a triad member driving without a license, and drug trafficking. Because wouldn't you know it, he had 1.7 kilograms of cocaine on him at the time. (laughs) Here's a hot tip for all my triad listeners out there. If you're trafficking large quantities of cocaine, maybe don't be a road ragey dickhead. This brings me to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you want to stay up to date with all future episodes. And if you dug what you heard, please leave a review. If you'd like to support this independent podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash world's dumbest criminals. All levels get access to monthly bonus episodes and ad free episodes and higher levels also receive a variety of merch. If you're up for more dumb criminals action in your life, you can follow me on Twitter at WDCriminalsPod and Instagram at World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast. Or you could join our World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast Facebook group. And thanks to the legendary Lorraine, that's not how you say it, and thanks to the legendary Lorraine Ledwell for running the group with me. Till next time, look after yourself. Stay out of trouble. And whatever you do, don't commit a crime that makes you end up on this podcast.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 